his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Incidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Today, we are talking downside risk for markets, fighting inflation, similarities between gambling and investing... You know, we all are big risk takers. And then we'll even get a couple investment ideas in asset categories we don't normally talk about. So all that and more. I'm Andy Gersher. This is Gaines. So let's kick things off. We're bringing on Matt Matigan, CEO of Blue World Asset Managers, here in Chicago, and check out Matt's blog, blueworldam.com. Uh, hey, great to have you on, Matt. Hey, thanks for asking me. Yeah, so uh, I figured that, uh, you know, we've, we've had so many good conversations in the afternoon, long after the show, just kind of talk and shop, and I was like, well, why don't we just let the, the Gaines listener uh, come in and, and, and have a... Uh, listen to our chat and uh, just kind of, you know, be a fly on the wall, so to speak. And and again, today we're going to cover a ton of ground stocks, the economy, how to make money. Um, you and I were talking about crypto. Uh, we've talked, you know, there's inflation, uh, how to fight that off. I'd love to, you know, get your take on uh, infrastructure as uh, we're seeing a, a bunch of it head our way. Uh, energy, you know, electric vehicles, the labor squeeze, so much we could talk about. So let, let's set the table here. First of all, we'll start with markets. What do you think right now with stocks? Uh, how, how do you see them valued? Where, where do you see markets right now? Well, I, I view the stock market uh, as having undergone a fundamental shift uh, going back to uh, really going back to the end of the Bush administration, the beginning of the Obama administration and coming forward from there, it used to be that the stock market was a very, very good, uh, if not specific, at least very general indicator, good indicator of the health of the economy at large. That has since undergone, as the sheer volume of market participants has risen, uh, back in the days when, when you and I started trading, for example, you still needed a full-service broker. You had to pick up the phone, call, say, get me this. And from the time you made a decision to the time you actually had a new equity in your portfolio, could be upwards of 10 or 15 minutes. And very expensive, by the way. 
back then. Right, which made it a very, very limited club. The number of market participants uh, was was tiny uh, compared to what it is now. And back during the tech boom, when all of a sudden uh, you could get together with your buddies and put together investment clubs and, and start trading uh, over lunchtime, and, and all of a sudden the number of participants in the market simply exploded. And what I've seen, I'll be very interested to get your take on this, but, but my observation is that over that time period, the markets have become less and less tethered to economic fundamentals and has become a great deal more about sentiment. And in Agreed, the- by the way, 100% on that. It does have a lot more to do with sentiment and how, how people are feeling versus even reality, especially uh, as we've been at these higher levels. And that speaks to things like crypto and meme stocks and uh you know where sometimes valuation is completely void of reality in 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 some cases you could make a case for so yeah i agree with you 100 percent on that well and you know again just as as an example this um this ev company rivian uh from uh down uh bloomington illinois central illinois area they just had their ipo right if you do the math, they're worth more than Toyota. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, we were. In fact, we were talking about that today on the noon business hour with Jeff Gilbert. Uh, you know, he said, "Oh, the big three, you know, used to be Ford and GM and and Chrysler. Um, now the big three is what do you have? Rivian, Lucid, and Tesla." And, and, and valuation's crazy. I mean, these are more valuable than legacy auto companies that produce millions and millions and millions of cars. Yeah, that, that's really interesting. That's a great point. Well, and I, I still scratch my head when I still hear analysts talking about P.E. ratios as a criteria by which you might evaluate a stock. <laughs> you got to be kidding. Uh, what What is Tesla, for example? What's their P.E.? Something like three thousand percent or some ridiculous multiple um so i and and this is not that this is not a wonky or a geeky or or just an academic point from a strategic portfolio management point of view i think it is extraordinarily vital to recognize the shift uh that we're talking about that has occurred because if you're still basing your portfolio construction concepts on the old rules, uh, you're experiencing tremendous frustration, and and I hear about it every day. Uh, so I, I don't think that that's just a, a, a casual or a nerdy observation. I think it's vital to understand how things have changed. I mean, And a sea change uh, none, nonetheless, and then that forces you to totally – change your approach to the market as well. Well, uh, yeah, to the point you you were touching on a few minutes ago, when I get asked the question, you know, how do you see the market? So the market's overvalued? It's like, well, not if this Robin Hood buy the dip, (laughs) buy buy every dip uh, generation 
thinks it's overvalued. It's now, not overvalued. And, and you know, the interesting uh, thing, especially with this generation, you know, you talk about going and buying the dip, buying the dip, and and then a lot of them do it like hold, you know, they hold hold a lot of this stuff, and especially some of this French stuff, which I see is just in and out a lot of the memes and that kind of stuff. And a lot of these folks now are buying the dip and holding and buying the dip. And a lot of them are new investors. The one interesting thing is what happens to the market when a lot of these newbies go in to buy the dip and then it doesn't come back? Because we've experienced that. You know, it goes, it all goes well according to plan. Buy the dip, buy the dip, especially in crypto and a lot of these stocks, they've come back, they come back, and buying the dip is great. You, you know, you even are hoping, oh, I hope it gets cracked 10 more percent so I can make even more money. But we all know the generational beatdown, too, when you buy the dip and then it keeps going. And you buy the dip and it keeps going and then it keeps going more. And then you're like, oh, no. <laughs> so that that's a really interesting dynamic, too, that I've often wondered when I see a lot of this stuff run up. And, and I obviously have the same concerns because you and I have been there, right? And a lot of the, lot of the folks listening here have been there. And it's ugly and it's scary. Uh, you and I have had the conversation many times. One of my favorite uh, one of my favorite philosophies in life is that success is a poor teacher. And oh, you know, you know it. We, oh, we, we, we talk this about this happen. all the time. Yeah, it's, that is that's perfect. Success is the worst teacher. We talk about this in all our conversations. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So again, like we were saying a minute ago, the the observation of the forces that drive the market is not an academic or trivial observation because the need and the strategies for risk management uh, have to adapt. You you can't go and hedge against P.E. ratios anymore, right? What, What you have to hedge against is sentiment, and there's a lot less math involved in trying to hedge against sentiment. And that's really my biggest concern. Uh, There are a lot of newbies out there making a lot of money. And the more money they make, the more bulletproof they think they are. And I don't know. know, there, There are drivers of good markets and good economies that have never happened before that we cannot possibly conceive of. And the same thing for down markets. I look what happened for that very short time with uh, with COVID. Nobody saw that coming. Oh, well, totally out of the blue, and and uh, it it, yeah, it, and it got hit hard got and fast. Yeah, and especially some of those people who panicked there at at that bottom when it got hit hard and fast, and they're like, "Oh, this is just gonna you know ruin society as we know it." And boy, I'll tell you what. Then some of those folks got out, and then got left behind when the market snapped right back in almost as quick amount of time. Right. And, you know, when we hear the investment community talk about, uh, you know, (laughs) when when we have our investment advisors uh, talk about being long-term investors, uh, you know, the buy and hold uh, type of mentality, uh, that's more about, for me, the – Long-term investor concept is, and this is my personal philosophy, is 
long-term investor means make sure you are positioned such that you can be in the game for the long term. Most people go into the market and say, okay, what's the first goal of investing? Well, well, to make money. Well, my first goal of investing is a little different. My first goal is don't lose my principal. I don't think there's anything wrong with breaking even, but being taken out like we're talking about the, the people getting hurt, whether it was uh, you know, the big market crash, uh, 87, the tech bubble, whatever it was, people getting hurt to the point that they didn't have the staying power. And this market is starting to feel a whole lot like that again, isn't it? Oh, very much so. I, 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 I was, it's starting to fill a little fizzily even. And, and, and here's an, one other thing that has made me concerned and you know i'm a contrarian you're you are a bit of a contrarian as well at least from our conversations i've gathered that yeah um (laughs) the other thing is i can't find anybody to come on the show and bash the market you know that's that narrative that everybody talks about well you know they're adding all this money to the to the money supply and, 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 and it's been added in a very big way. And, uh, with a, you know, with this infrastructure coming down the line and everybody coming out of the pandemic, I mean, full, you know, full speed ahead. And it just makes me concerned that then when I get on the phone all day long, I can't find one person to bash the market. They're like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm bullish right now. And, you know, be, us being contrarians, that's got to raise some flags as well. Well, it absolutely does, and that's why I, I trade. You know, <laughs> the cynical me says, uh, if you are a bull, maintain that position without fail, and eventually you'll be right. If you're a bear, maintain that position. Eventually you'll be right. <laughs> okay, where where you get into trouble is when you go back and forth. So for me. I really don't, the way I try to position myself, I don't really care whether the market is going up or going down. If the market is going down, I position myself to be able to profit from that, and then I hedge against an adverse move, which in that case would be to the upside. If the market is going up, I ride that as you and I have been talking about now for, you know, over 10 years. Uh, but I am all, I always have that safety net underneath so that if the market does reverse course, I'm in a position to flip that switch and, and, and move the other direction with it. I don't try to time the market. I don't try to challenge the market. I try to give what the mar- I, I try to take what the market's giving me. And, you know, that's that's actually the responsible thing to do. Now, I'm going to throw this out there. <laughs> you, you know I'm a, a degenerate risk taker uh, just from our conversations over the years. You know I love crypto, love uh, making money. Who doesn't? Don't get me wrong. I, I, I have the 401K. I believe in the dollar cost averaging. I believe that, you know, having a nest egg, having the emergency fund – all that, you know, being responsible financially is great. And, you know, they, you know, get the company match on your 401k, you know, all the responsible things. But then, you know, I, you know, here, here's Matt. I'll, I'll just give you an example. I mean, I was planning a trip to go to Vegas, right? 
I, I was just thinking, you know what? Instead of going to Vegas this time, you know, where it, you know, I'd probably drop a couple grand with the, the airfare and the hotel. And, you know, if, if I don't have a good run at the blackjack table, maybe get roughed up. You know, I, I could walk out of, uh, uh, you know, the whole trip costing me a couple grand if I'm going to have a good weekend. You know, I was just thinking, I actually, you know, passed on the Vegas trip uh, this fall. And I was like, you know, why don't I just stay at home? I got crypto on my phone. I'll just take that money that I was going to spend in Vegas and we'll we'll just we'll just, you know, play crypto all weekend, which is almost as much fun. I get the same juice from playing crypto as, as I do often the tables in 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 Vegas. And, uh, you know, I, I, I probably have a better chance of coming out ahead in the long run. So. You know, switching away from the responsible thing, which, you know, we all should do, and, you know, looking at, hey, I just bypassed my Vegas trip, and all the money that I blow there, I've held on to, and I'm going to be, you know, dipping into crypto this weekend, trying to buy uh, this recent uh, sell-off, which I've been, you know, even keeping an eye on while we've been on this conversation. So, in crazy land, yeah, and and in crazy (laughs) land... What what on the degenerate side is catching your eye? Is there anything in this crypto and or memes or is there any some area that uh, you're having a little fun with risk? Absolutely. And uh, again, risk. Okay, everybody talks about risk, but we don't really spend a lot of time defining risk in such a way that it becomes a useful thing in our investment philosophy, in our portfolio, okay? So most people, we say risk with regard to investing, and we think of risk as the risk of losing money. Okay, well, that's not really risk, that's fear. And I I don't see it as being terribly helpful with something to help drive your investment philosophy or your strategies. So when I'm evaluating risk for myself, for me, it's a function of evaluating the likelihood that I will get my principal back. And that's how I define risk. So when I'm looking, you know, I, my, my portfolio spans the entire spectrum from the ridiculously safe, and, and when I say ridiculously safe, I mean uh, agricult- agricultural farmland, okay? Right, right, uh, all right. There's nothing wrong with that, and, and actually long-term income. And, absolutely. And, and very inflation and, and, and uh, recession-proof in a lot of ways. So, okay, so from the very, very safe. Yeah, so that, you know, that's the very, very safe and I'll say downright boring end of my portfolio life, right? On the other end of the spectrum, you know, who's the leader today? It's crypto. Oh, right, right. You know, so uh, the evaluation, the evaluation of risk How do you, when you say, does anything catch my eye on the risk end of the spectrum? Well, it's the same thing that you find. Right now, crypto is it, right? Crypto is more fun, is more exciting, has more risk-reward potential than, uh, than just about anything else. 
I, even even futures. Oh, uh, I, I, futures it, used to be the big rush. <laughs> the only now thing that's worth the only thing that I I think that could be even crazier. And uh, I was just recently talking to Michael Palumbo. Uh, he he said uh, NFTs make cryptos look like McDonald's stock, and and that's the one thing you, you want to talk even crazier is, is crypto is totally uh, you know insane in volatility but then if you go to the next level you got the nfts and, and and the things that are going on in the nft marketplace well and and yes the these are <laughs> these are products uh, i i those fall into and by the way crypto does too Crypto is marching more in the direction of mainstream, but it's a long way from there. Uh, but there is a set of investment opportunities, and that's just how I see them. I, this stuff is all the same. Right. It, 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 there is not one thing different than any other. It is all the same. It is an opportunity. It is an opportunity to accept risk. It is an opportunity to gain reward. It is an opportunity to watch your butt. Uh, but there are certainly those out there, like the NFTs, like the crypto, that I call the Idaria investments. And okay. what am I going to say? They, they're the most volatile. They're the most risk intensive. But dang it, they're the most fun, too. Oh, and they really are. And then that's that's why, going back to my, uh, I'm going to blow off Vegas, I was just thinking, you know, alleviate the flight. You know, going on, I mean, Vegas has got its own thing, but you know, I was just thinking, Hey, I got this, I could do this all at home. It's 24 seven. And, uh, I don't have the hassle of going halfway across the country. Um, and like you said, I mean, this is tons of fun and they're, they're and, and I got to think that even crypto as degenerative an investment it is in a lot of ways, especially outside Bitcoin and Ethereum, we always talk about, uh, the conservative play for crypto. I mean, crypto, no matter what you buy, I mean, I was even looking at Bitcoin was was getting roughed up earlier today. I mean, nothing's uh, void of, of uh, you know, even even Bitcoin and Ethereum, highly volatile. But in, in the crypto world, dollar cost average into Bitcoin and Ethereum is the safe conservative, you know, way to go. And then we get into these dirty altcoins that... Uh, uh, I, you know, we'll forego. And, and those are the, for instance, those are the, the coins that I'm going to be trying to to buy on the cheap this weekend. We had a big pullback. Sheep looks attractive uh, off of uh, its highs. Um, Doge has gotten roughed up a little bit. So there's some of, um, and even looking at um, Litecoin, Polly's pulled back. So there's a whole Ethereum classic down. I mean, they're, they're, they've gotten roughed up across the board. And I was like, you know, why go through the hassle of Vegas? I got the casino on my phone and and we could do it right from my living room here in Chicago. So that's that's, you, you know, and, and then I think in the long run, I, I you probably are going to come out ahead versus going to or going to Las Vegas and and a good chance of getting roughed up in the casino uh I'll be still holding a bunch of my coins even if I buy them and they they go lower at the end of the weekend so you have to yeah, just accept it for I, what you know, it is you're, you're hitting on something here that I, I I can't believe I'm saying this but you might be actually hitting on something that we haven't really talked about 
And I, I hear, as everybody does, I, you hear this all the time, oh, investing in this, that, or the other, uh, you know, be it stocks or currencies or crypto, whatever it is, uh, that, oh, it's gambling. It's like throwing your money on the craps table. Um, I fundamentally disagree. I think there's a very, very, very important difference between gambling and investing. Oh, oh, no, no, and, and this, that's an important part. One thing I wanted to say here, I agree with that 100%, and I think a lot of times, even in our conversations, we always say, oh, it's like going to the craps. It's to, to give us cover, because, I mean, I, I don't well, want to yeah. tell people to, you know, <laughs> put all their money in, in, in crypto. I, mean, I want people to know that this isn't this isn't your widow and orphan stocks that you're investing in, and you can get taken to the uh, to the woodshed, which at times I believe is actually healthy if you're a young investor. But yes, that's a great point. This isn't quite gambling, uh, and and I'll let you continue your explanation there. But I, yeah, I agree with you 100. Uh, percent This is a little different than just throwing it, you know, away on the roulette table or the craps table or you know, the other well, things you do in Vegas. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And uh, I'll be, I, I'm, I'm going to offer this up as much question as statement of, of how I view it, uh, because I'll be really interested to hear your take on, uh, on how I view this. Now, if you are a reasonable, responsible adult, which most of us are, uh, none of us goes into a casino with the expectation of making money, right? It's entertainment dollars. Uh, if I am going to go out to dinner with my wife and I'm going to get the limousine so I don't have to drive and we're going to go for uh, drinks and dinner and a show and dancing after, I can easily go out and drop a thousand dollars. Oh, with, without a that hard. Oh, not a, without a, have, a doubt. If if I do that, I have absolutely zero possibility of coming home with any of that thousand dollars in my pocket. Gambling's different. It's a different form of entertainment. I have a chance of coming back having spent, quote unquote spent, and that's how I view losing money at the gambling table. It's money spent on entertainment. Right. I just like to play. So the fundamental difference, as I see it, between investing uh, in in the paper assets, i.e. the public markets, whatever they are, the fundamental difference is this. Let's say that you are, and it doesn't matter, you could be at the, I'll use blackjack as the example. You're sitting at a full blackjack table. There is one dealer who represents the house, and then there are you and seven other people at, at the table. Every single person at that table wants the dealer to bust. The overwhelming sentiment, the overwhelming hope, the overwhelming desire, everybody at that table wants the dealer to bust, right? You're on the same team in that regard. And, and that's that's why I, th I think a lot of times blackjack's fun because, you know, there's times when you know, everybody's getting some bunky hands and they're just waiting for that dealer to bust. And when the dealer busts, the whole table wins. And yeah, yeah, I mean, you get yeah, you get the every, whole whole crew cheering for the same wants, thing. Right? Yeah, exactly. That is the sentiment at the table. Well, that is 
fundamentally different than investing in the market, especially as the market exists as you and I have been describing it. No matter how many people are at that table, no matter how hard you want that dealer to bust, absolutely positively cannot have any effect whatsoever on whether or not that dealer busts. Unless you're you're hating on the person who split tens. <laughs> when you're well <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'm 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 Speaking strictly of sentiment, not strategy. Right, 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 right. <laughs> right that, that, that happens a lot, too, especially. But, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. On the other hand, in the markets, only sentiment drives the value. And that, to me, is a fundamental and important difference. That's why I say that playing blackjack or craps or roulette in a casino is not similar to investment in the public markets, because the public markets are driven by sentiment and more and more so every day, like you and I have been talking about. Whereas in the casino, sentiment can have no effect whatsoever. Okay, Matt, we're going to hold it right there real quick because it's shameless plug time. So uh, and we'll, we'll get the, the plugs in real quick before we go to a break. Hey, do me a solid. And I say this all the time. But I've been told this is podcast gold. Be sure to subscribe, follow, and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if that's an option for you. Also, subscribe and turn on those notifications so you knew so you know when a new episode drops. Okay, uh, we're going to continue our conversation with uh, Matt Matigan here in just a second, but we we got to you know cut for a quick break. So just hang tight. We'll be right back. Matt's going to give us a couple uh, ideas, investment ideas, where we might be able to score big. So just hang tight. We'll see you on the other side of the break. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. family called a nasty Daddy. hey mikey if you're gonna puke find the popcorn bowl but my availability is 110 percent coincidentally so is my fever <laughs> kidding mel i'm so cold but hot uh, but i'm gonna get you that budget just as soon as what mikey popcorn bowl press one to use instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes press two to keep working do not press two just use instacart brian how powerful is cox internet Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data Fixed Median Download Speeds USQ3 2023. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, so we're back with Matt Matigan, CEO of Blue World Asset Managers here in Chicago. Uh, be sure to check out uh, Matt's blog, blueworldam.com. Um, all right, so let's continue the uh, conversation, Matt. Um, we were talking about how crypto and even the meme stocks and even the so-called risky investments are a little bit different than gambling. And uh, as I had mentioned earlier, um, you know, I was talking about how I decided to ditch the Las Vegas uh, trip this fall and take the money and wait for a dip in uh, cryptocurrencies and then uh, try to catch uh, some cryptos on the decline. We've had a bit of a pullback here in the last day or so. And uh, so I'm glad I kind of held off on the Vegas trip because I can have the same fun and action right here in Chicago in my living room by trading a lot of these cryptos and buying uh, the dips on the on on my phone or or, or, or on any uh, on any of these crypto platforms. So um, uh, that's a great point. So this is not just straight gambling. You know, when you're going to a casino, you just kind of assume that you're throwing your money away. It's part of the entertainment. You just mentioned it's not even just just crypto. I mean, everybody, whatever your jam is, some people like expensive, you know, working on cars. Other people are foodies and like to go to restaurants. We, we, we all spend money. I'm a degenerate and I like to, you know, I'd rather have a couple beers, watch a, a game, have some money on that and then trade crypto instead of making a big night at a, a fancy show in restaurant. So that, that's a good point that you kind of made before we got into the, the break, Matt. Yeah, and I, 
I do. I think there's, from a financial point of view, uh, gambling, investing, I, I do think that no matter how no matter how much risk you're willing to take in investing, there needs to be a pretty bright line in between what you consider gambling, which is entertainment, and what you consider investing, which has specific financial goals in mind, right? When you walk into a casino uh, or when you put money on the game, if it is your expectation to walk away with more than you came with, don't gamble. <laughs> That's when it's a problem. Yeah. If you do not expect to walk away with more than you came with when you invest, don't invest. Gambling, investing is investing, and, and the philosophies of how you approach the two, uh, I, I think is important to make a distinction between those. One's entertainment, one it is it, with some goals in mind, but the point, and you correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but what we're both saying in a different way is that the you call it the beauty or the or, or the curse between gambling and investing in highly speculative things like the NFTs, like the crypto, like futures. It all scratches the same itch. It does. And and I, I think that's the, the correlation more so between the two is it's a lot of the same emotions and it scratches. It, it That's well put. It scratches the same itch. Yeah. And, and that's what makes the self-discipline so challenging and, you know, really just so exciting. But yeah. And, and again, I mean, that's but. But you can use a lot of the the risk management and a lot of the uh, same techniques for for both. And and again, I I think that uh, you got gambling, craps tables, blackjack, and all that stuff. And then you have widow and orphan stocks. And then you have all these investments, uh, different types, you know, that fit in out, between out those curiosity, two. Out of curiosity, what is you go to Vegas? What is your game? What what do you what do you enjoy more than anything else? Uh I play, uh, so I love blackjack. Yeah, I would say if I'm going to Vegas and I'm going to say, oh, I'm going to give myself a, a, a little bit of money to to blow for entertainment, uh, I always find um, I have the best times and, and, and probably do the best overall sitting at the blackjack table. It's fun when you have a, a good table and you're all, you know, we had talked about, you know, looking for the dealer to bus, um, you know, with basic hand, which is uh, the strategy I play, and I do a little bit of card counting. It's it's really simple. Uh, in fact, we should do an episode on that because it's really I, I I could teach anybody how to card count in about ten fifteen minutes with an hour's worth of practice. Uh, I'll be there in a minute. Yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> I mean it's very very easy. It's 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 not keeping track of each individual cards. It's 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 has it's it's all about a running count. Um, so, uh, but so yeah, for, for to answer your question, blackjack because of camaraderie, and then with basic hand and a little bit of card counting and some money management. Uh, you know, a lot of times uh, you can you know stay at the table and enjoy it for. 
more than just getting wiped out right away. Now, let, let's uh, turn away from gambling real quick and just talk about a couple. Wh- wh- what do you like right now? I know you're in crypto. Do you have any kind of names? Is there a couple uh, investments, stocks, crypto ideas that um, you're really hot on right now? Yeah, well, there are. And as you know, uh, my primary investment vehicle, uh, I like options. I, I do a ton of options trading. And my favorite thing to do with options is shorting them. Uh, because when you short the options, you put the odds in your favor. So when I'm talking about battling inflation, uh, I put forth you know several commodity-based stocks uh, on the show over the last, you know, whatever it is, since last summer. But what I've been doing lately is I, instead of going directly into things like uh, Bitcoin or Ethereum or any of those, what I've been doing, uh, you said they've been getting beaten up lately. So instead of shorting the crypto itself, I've been shorting the options on the crypto. And if I'm shorting calls and it drops, I'm just taking in the cash. Anytime I hit 25 to 50%, I buy it back. I take in the cash. And when I think it's about to bounce, I go in on the underside and try to hit the whipsaw going the other direction. Uh, So again, several different strategies at play. I'm going long ETFs on commodities. Uh, Gold is one of my favorite. Is that the the anti-inflation play right now to to ward off inflation is through ETFs? Um, Because, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Um, you, you You mentioned ETFs. You're talking commodity ETFs like gold, like hard assets, like actual commodities versus there are some anti-inflationary ETFs as well. Do you ever dabble in those? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, um, give us a couple names, by the way, if you can. Oh, sure. Uh, One of my favorites right now is UGA. That's an ETF. And I think I just mentioned this on the uh, on the noon business hour last week. Uh, UGA is specifically gasoline. Oh, yes. Yes. You were you were talking about that. So that would be the play off the straight up higher gases or gas prices. Right. So anything anything energy related, whether it's uh, an oil ETF uh, whether or not it's a uh, uh, you know a, a specific fuel ETF like the UGA, uh, the precious metals right now, and and I know that you are a big big gold guy right now. I think precious metals are a great place to be with regard to inflation hedge. Do, I, do you agree? Disagree? Oh, a thousand percent. Because, and and we could talk about this too because I'd like to get your take on uh, on you know. In hedges against inflation, um, you know, traditionally gold and silver, precious metals, especially gold, uh, a hedge against inflation. We've always seen the metals run. It's weird. I think a lot of that gold money has gone into crypto. 
I think a lot of people have left their eye off the ball when it comes to precious metals. Uh, they should be much higher right now than they are. But, you know, everybody's got their money in in, uh, in other places, even a whole new asset class, a.k.a. crypto. Um, so I think that's a factor. I, th- I think gold is not, you know, it, it's not as sexy right now. Because it just you don't see a lot of volatility, but uh, that's the one that's sleeping. I think I think precious metals is the sleeper in all of this. Uh, your feelings on that? Uh, yeah, I agree, and I'm actually glad to hear you say that because I know this is a big part of your background. Um, hey, one thing real quick, you, you were talking about some of these. Uh, you, you talked about UGA. You were talking about gold. Uh, one of the other plays that I was talking to Phil Flynn just recently about was. Um, Options on oil to the top side, far out of the money. That's another uh, technique. I, I know you you play with options. Um, any other? You you mentioned farmland. There's you you recent didn't isn't there a way that you can get exposure through an ETF via or, or get farmland or property exposure through ETF? Does that ring a bell? Yeah, it does. And. Uh, that comes back to one of the things that I like to teach. I teach a seminar called Money is a Second Language. And one of the things that I like to point out is uh, <clears throat> I hear people tell me all the time, well, I, you know, my, my hedge, my safety is uh, I have a very diverse portfolio. And I'll say, okay, what does that mean? What, what is a diverse portfolio? Oh, well, I have you know, 50 stocks, and they're spread across 12, 13 different industries. Well, I'm sorry, that's not a diverse portfolio. It's stock, and it's only stock, and it trades on stock markets, and <laughs> stocks move like lemmings over the course of time especially as you approach the cliff, right? It's like that in crypto, too. You're not diversified by owning 10 separate crypto coins. They all trade basically off of what Bitcoin does. That's a great point. Just because you have a bunch of stocks, that doesn't mean diversification. Right. Stock is only one asset class. Crypto is only one asset class. Uh, A truly diverse portfolio has everything from bank products – to real estate and everything in between. Uh, so for me, uh, one of the, be- the the way I got started in real estate, and this remains one of my favorite vehicles. Uh, I I own a ton of real estate now in you know actual real estate, but I got started in real estate by buying REITs. The real estate investment trust. Yeah, those are those are great and throw off nice yields as well. Often, explain well, that. And you know that's the big thing is you kind of get your cake and eat it too. They're not terribly volatile, uh, but you do have the opportunity for capital appreciation. They spit off cash like a bond, and and the beauty of them is that I invest in REITs that pay a solid dividend and trade options. So I short covered calls against them month after month after month, which is an additional revenue source in my portfolio where my adjusted cost basis was less than zero because I had pulled out so much cash in dividend payments and 
short call premiums. Wow, that's a beautiful thing. All right, you know, we've covered a lot of ground, and and we'll continue this discussion. Um, Going to wrap things up here, and I just wanted to get your takeaway. You know, we like I said, we've covered a lot of ground from, you know, the various types of investments to the correlation between gambling and some of these, you know, crypto. Yeah, and, we kind of took a hard left there, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's okay because it, it's something that uh, – you know, I we haven't had that discussion on at least the Gaines podcasts uh, yet, so it was good to get that in. Uh, what's your parting shots? Uh, you know, from our discussion today. Ultimately, it's remember, success is a poor teacher. Go out there, make the gains. Absolutely, do not turn away from the opportunity. Just make sure that you have some offset somewhere because when it turns, it can turn hard and fast. Just have a little bit allocated to something that will soften the blow. Yeah, and and I I think it's really important. Uh, I'm a big believer that you really don't understand markets until you've been taken to the woodshed. Uh, You hear of young investors all the time that haven't had that beat down and you know every time they go in and buy the dip it's come back but there's sometimes it doesn't and once you experience that it brings a degree of control to the risk that you're willing to take because sometimes that dip does not come back i mean it's it's tempting and a lot of times especially when it works for you Buy the dips. Come on, push it. Buy the dips, you know. Come on, push it. And then uh, when it dips and you buy the dips and it keeps dipping and you buy the dips and it keeps going and going, I think that's going to be the wake-up call for a lot of people who haven't been roughed up. We've been in this stuff for 20, 30 years, and, you know, we've seen market cycles, and we've seen when you go to buy the dip and it just keeps going hard to the downside. So, uh I think that's a, a a big takeaway for me is just experiencing. I think that's good. I think if you have a little bit of gambling money, you play with that. And if you get roughed up, it might serve you well for the long term. So, uh, you know, nothing wrong with playing with all this, but, uh, you know, just, know just what you're playing sure with. that an appropriate amount of your portfolio is allocated to high risk and also allocated to the low risk. Yeah, it's all about balance. Um, before yeah. we finish up here, any, you know, as far as people getting a hold of you, any any plugs that uh, you'd like to get across? I mean, we always say CEO of Blue World Asset Managers here in Chicago. We, you know, your, your blog is blueworldam.com. Uh, any other uh, plugs you want uh, to get in here before we wrap up today? Questions, comments, concerns, additions, revisions, omissions. I, I, <laughs> I'm a creature like you. I love to hear myself speak, right? Uh, so I have no problem uh, putting my email address out there, mmatigan at blueworldam.com. Uh, questions, like I said, questions, comments, uh, agree, disagree. Always happy to interact. And we're going to we'll, – we'll pick up this discussion here uh, not too far down the road – you know, we're just scratching the surface and uh, you, you bring a different or different types of investments uh, to the table than a lot of our 
or other guests who are, are strictly stocks or crypto. You bring in the ETFs, you talk gold, you talk uh, some of these other asset classes, which I like because diversification is key. So, um, all right, well, we'll do it again. I really appreciate you joining us. And uh, yeah, don't be a stranger. I'll uh, be in your ear again. And I'm glad that we could get the Gaines listener to just kind of sit in and, and listen to, you know, one of our afternoon conversations. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Again, really appreciate the format. And it was actually, you know, I, I expected this to be a lot of fun. Turned out to be more fun than I even expected. And uh, with that, I would like to wish everybody a wonderful and safe Thanksgiving. All right. Again, thanks uh, to Matt Matigan, CEO of Blue World Asset Managers here in Chicago. Check out Matt's blog, blueworldam.com. So real quick before I finish up, and, and again, like I said, subscribe. And turn on those notifications so you know when we drop new episodes. We have one coming out tomorrow. We're going to talk stocks, crypto, and we're going to take a deep, deep dive into the metaverse. So be sure to check back in tomorrow, and I will see you then. A News Radio WBBM podcast, powered by Odyssey. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.